my friends, family, and chosen family, welcome. My name is Andrea Davidson, and aside from the fact that I had to take on a few in-between-the-good-times food industry jobs to pay the rent, I have been a professional musician for most of my life. In the hustle of the record, the publishing and production deals, touring and trying to find my place in the industry, I was quietly dealing with a list of perpetual chronic health issues that catalyzed me to question whether or not what I'd been told by doctors my whole life was actually true. Does diet affect the way I feel and look? Could I actually reverse my chronic health issues and improve my mental health through nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle changes? Does the way I'm thinking about myself and the world around me actually affect my reality? And do I have the capacities to positively change that perspective and therefore my reality? Absolutely. All right. So. I'm officially the proud owner of Be Well Natural Health Store here in downtown Rogersville, Tennessee, and this podcast is intended to be a resource of empowering information for you. No matter if you live in the area or if you're a part of our online community, whether you're looking to take your first step towards better health or your 10,000th, Be Well welcomes you. Birds are singing, Lucas chewing on his toy, windows are open. That's a great day, and I am glad you're here with me to talk about something that's a little controversial sometimes. Desire gets a bad rap, but today we are going to unwrap this antiquated perspective and consider a different one. As we can see in pretty much every direction we look, the nature of reality has some spectrum of paradox embedded in it. And so desire, too, has a light side and a dark side. And I guess you could say this episode is a call to, as Richard Rohr would say, consider the both and. So maybe we start with the shadow side of desire. Shadow desire kind of looks like this. When you want to do something so badly that you know will be an instant gratification in the moment and then simultaneously a detriment to you in the future. So, you know, addictions like sex, food, alcohol, drugs, etc. Also, decisions rooted in insecurity or anger or violence or vengeance, which all usually have some sort of undercurrent of trauma, big or small, I guess capital T, small t trauma, as they say. I just want to insert a reminder here that even when we catch ourselves acting from these more shadowed, desirous places, it's not like we have to drown in the missteps and mistakes forever. And actually, for me, it's a testament to just how great God actually is, because some of the most potent learning and growth and chiseling of the spirit, as I found myself saying over and over again, comes mixed up in the consequences of these situations. So there's literally 100% of the time an opportunity to grow and be better from these mistakes. There's really no way you could screw it up so bad that whatever you did is beyond redemption. Well, I guess unless your mind decides that you're eternally condemned and creates a false story around your mistakes, which is... uh, you putting yourself in a prison, honestly, and that is a choice that people make. And it's usually subconscious, some kind of subconscious attempt to punish yourself. And it's a waste of energy. Don't you do it. Okay? So 
the light side of desire. Let's talk about the light. We have to recognize that we all have within us some kind of internal guidance mechanism that I do believe is directly connected with God or the universe or whatever you want to call it. And when we learn to listen to this, and the younger the better, we are able to do what Joseph Campbell so often talked about in the hero's journey, which is, as he always said, to follow your bliss. When you start to notice and become aware of the things that interest you, the places in your life where you're so engaged that you lose track of time, that's the beginning of you walking the path of your own hero's journey. I don't care really what anyone else says and we don't have to agree, but I know it with every cell in my body that we are all here for a very important reason that's unique to each of us. And you don't have to believe me right in this moment. That's okay. But but you are. You are, all right? And you will literally wake up to a completely different reality when you begin to accept this and your mission, higher calling, whatever you want to call it, in your life. And it can look so many different ways. It could be cooking, dancing, mechanics, coding, building, video gaming. Yeah, I mean, on and on and on. But devoting time to that thing and getting better at it and figuring out how to share it with the world, that's it. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. And and I think one of the most important realms that we can acknowledge this truth in is the uh, was, is with the younger generation. And it's crazy that I don't have my own kids as much as I love kids because uh, I just, I don't know. They just they have such pure and unfiltered energy. And I got to tell you, we're going to have an event at the Castle Barn, which is a music venue out at Pressman's Home on August 27th in Rogersville, Tennessee, and that's Hawkins County, we are going to raise money for the arts programs in the schools K through 12. And what I'm doing is songwriting workshops with all the, with as many kids as I can in Hawkins County. And I got a grant from the Michael Doman Foundation, which is what's making that happen. So we had a, a songwriting session last week with third and fourth graders, and they slipped a few second graders in there too. And I always give them the choice we can write about frogs. We can write about how much you hate taking tests. We can write about, you know, if there's one thing that you would want to say to the world, what would you what would you say? And they chose that last theme. And of all the things they could have written about, they wanted to write about ending the war. They wanted to write about stopping pollution. I just thought it was amazing, you know, that that's what they wanted to sing about. And uh, these kids are going to perform at the event too, by the way. So definitely mark your calendar. It's going to be very, very special. So yeah, the younger we can get kids exploring what makes them excited and uh, and cultivate that, you know, the more light we're going to see and feel in this world. And obviously we have to do that with ourselves too. But it just reminds me of the quote. This is one of my favorite quotes in the world. Don't ask the world what it needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. That's Howard Thurman. Man, that's good. So the last thing I'll say is just a reminder that both shadow and light aspects of desire are an opportunity to cultivate character and awareness. 
And the negative consequences that result if we make a bad decision, they come from the decision itself after the energy and the wellspring of desire has arisen. So just don't forget, we all have these desires. They're natural. It's okay. You're all good. And you have the choice what to do with that energy. In closing, I think I'm going to share a demo with you that has a story related to this topic. This song was definitely written <laughs> with the energy of desire. Now, this guy was a chiropractor and a musician, and gosh, I hope he never listens to this, or he will know I'm talking about him. I'm sure he won't listen to this. I had such a strong attraction to this guy. It was literally, it was just over the top, you know, and you can't help it. It's a physiological reaction. You feel that with somebody or you don't. That's really beyond our control. But my friends, I'm going to tell you, we never touched each other once. Nope. Except for obviously when he's cracking my back or whatever. And we never talked about this either. But what happened was that I held that energy and got curious about the energy and got inspired. What It was interesting. The attraction that I had to him was there were things he was doing that I that my spirit was longing to actualize. So he's the one that inspired me to pick up an electric guitar and explore alternate tunings. So I was curious about the energy. I was open to the energy, but I was also cautious and discerning with the energy. And that manifested as, I mean, I was writing every single day, every single morning, every single night. And all of that writing, all of that exploration sonically is what got me to Nashville. It's what got me signed to Warner. It's what got me signed to Warner Chapel. Now, all of that didn't quite turn out how I thought it would either. But man, the learning and the growth and the relationships that came from that, I would never, ever, ever take it back. Not for a second. So anyway, this is one of the songs that came from that energy. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's creative energy, guys. So use it, use it, use it. And you don't have to just automatically use it in the way that you think you would have to use it when you feel attraction to someone or something. Okay, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone who you think would get something out of it or leave a review. It really helps. And the name of this song is called Wired Me to You. Be well. Bye for now. No.